Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. Real quick, before we jump into the episode, I have a brand new ebook that I am super excited to share with you because it's going to help you to finally create some balance in your life. It's called The Balance System, and it's a practical and simple guide for creating sustainable balance each and every day. Now, this is for you if you've been struggling with finding balance in your daily life. If you're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and you're just tired of living that way, then I have a solution for you that has worked for myself and thousands of other people. Now, what's really cool is that for a limited time, I'm allowing you to pay what you want for the ebook. Yes, really, you can pay whatever you want for this ebook, minimum of $5. So to go get your copy today, go over to matthewbivens.com slash balance. Again, that's matthewbivens.com slash balance. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Having It All podcast. I am so pumped you're here with me today, chilling, hanging out. We're going to have some very, very cool conversations. So, Wherever you are at, whatever you are doing, get ready to be infused with some abundant, loving life energy. Yes, I'm pumped. Today, we got a cool conversation. We got, uh, we're kicking off the first episode of the series I'm doing on balance and health. So in last week's episode, I talked about the, uh, the series I'm going to be doing. The first theme is balance and health. Then I'm going to be talking about purpose and fulfillment. And finally, I'll talk about sex and relationships. And for each one of those themes, I'm going to be doing a batch of episodes. So today is the first episode under balance and health. And I was inspired by an article that I read recently on Forbes, which is all about just very simple things you can do 
to to feel balance in the moment. And it got me thinking about my life when, like what it feels like when I'm off balance. What does it feel like when I'm off, when I'm out of alignment? So I'm gonna talk about that and I'm gonna give you those three simple things that you can do. And they absolutely will help you get back into center, back into alignment, and truly back into your power so that you can take on life, so you can handle all the stuff you got coming at you right now, so you can handle your work and your kids and your spouse and your friends and all of it. So that's going to be a very, very cool conversation. Let's kick things off with a little bit of magic. I love talking about magic because that is one of the pieces of evidence of the abundant, loving life that I'm experiencing and that you are living right now. And magic is your ability to influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. And so I'm going to share a couple pieces of magic because I had a lot of magic from the last week. But I'm just going to share a few pieces. And then when I'm complete, I want you to pause the episode and reflect on a single piece of magic that you created in your life recently. Could have been today, maybe yesterday, maybe right now, maybe listening to this podcast is magical for you because you're doing something for yourself. If that's the case, I still want you to pause the episode and reflect on that so you can really let it sink in because magic is connected to your power, your ability to influence. That's power right there. And you're constantly influencing yourself, other people's, or life itself, which means you're constantly wielding your power. And so I want you to be so aware of how you use that power you have and to do so in 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 a healthy way, in a way that lifts everybody up. So my magic, first piece of magic I want to share is Sarah and I had a totally magical date night last Friday. Ever since uh, we had Maya almost three years ago, we have been just keeping to our date nights. And we do at least one date a week, sometimes two, which is awesome. And um, last week it was on Friday and my mom came and picked up Maya from school and what really made our date night magical was that a friend of mine um, gifted me with, with a couple of gift cards for these real fancy restaurants here in Atlanta. There's this section of the city called Buckhead, and Buckhead has all the fancy restaurants in it. So he gave me a gift card to a, uh, a group of Buckhead restaurants, and that's where Sarah and I went on Friday. So we got dressed up real nice. We valeted the car. We went in and just had a, a beautiful dinner. Uh, it was seafood, so we, we really enjoy seafood. I got my crab cakes. Sarah got her scallops. And we just enjoyed this awesome time together, just connecting, just Sarah and I. And, uh, you know, my, my buddy Howie was the one who gifted us the gift card. So that right there was magic. And I, I am so grateful for that. I'm grateful for Howie's gift and for the time I got to spend with Sarah and for my mom for watching Maya. Just a lot of magic all rolled up in that event. So that's the first piece. Second piece of magic is more on the uh, the technical side of things, um, specifically with my website. So I'm going to announce just in a few minutes uh, a brand new ebook that I'm launching. And as I was putting the final touches together, I noticed something was off on my website, and so I started to dig in and try to figure it out myself. Um, I'm, I'm the one who's, who's built my site and all the other websites I've done. So you know, I try to dig in and figure it out myself, but honestly, I was not feeling like putting in the time that it takes me to figure this stuff out. So I thought, let me just call my host. Maybe they have a simple solution. And not only did they have a simple solution, but they were going to do it for me. And that is magical. You know, anytime you think that something has got to look one way, but then boom, the universe drops something else right in your lap. 
and it works out in a beautiful way. Like that is magic. So my site got worked on, everything got fixed, and I didn't have to do anything. And that right there is some beautiful, beautiful magic. And then my third piece of magic, I just hinted at it a second ago. It is that I completed uh, a brand new ebook, which I'm very excited to announce right here, right now, uh, that the, the ebook is ready and is launching. And it is called The Balance System, a totally practical and super simple guide for anyone to create a life of sustained balance. And putting the, together this ebook was a magical experience. Um, it was just sitting down and writing and I dictated part of it too. So it was just fun putting it all together and incorporating the tools. And I just, I really dig that. And I, I, it was, it was magical from top to bottom. Um, and I'm very excited for you all to check it out. So I'll tell you in a second, um, where you can go and find it, but cause I want to keep this to magic, you know, I could, I could tell you all the stuff about the ebook, but I'll do that in a minute. But right now, I just want to focus on the magic and completing that ebook and having it ready for you all is magic. So I want you to now pause the episode and think of magic in your own life. When and how have you influenced yourself, another person, or life itself in an empowering way? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The more you recognize these magical moments, the more you're going to realize that you have it all. And so take the opportunity right now, go ahead and pause, reflect on your magic, and then we will take things over to listener love. I got a big, big shout out today to Katie on Instagram. Katie, thank you so much for reaching out for your message um, and for posing your question. I really dig uh, when I received questions. And Katie, yours was awesome. And I actually want to speak on it for just a half a second. Because Katie, your question was about the meaning of your dreams. And that's a really interesting thing, right? Because Katie, you did what I've done in the past, and I know other folks listening have done as well. You went and Googled it. So you had this dream, and you thought, huh, what does that mean? And so you went and Googled it. And then you read some sort of resource about, well, this is the meaning of your dream. And I just wanted to to say real quick, um, first of all, this is just my opinion. I don't know how the the universe operates, obviously. <laughs> I don't have all the answers to any of this stuff. I'm just sharing what I believe and what works for me. And when it comes to finding um, meaning in things like a dream or in just some, some other things, I I always recommend doing what works for you and seeing what really resonates with you. 
So for example, if you have a dream and you go and Google it and you read about it and some of the things that it says, well, you know, this is the meaning of your dream. So you have this, this, and this that you need to go and now, you know, heal. If that resonates with you and you agree with it, okay, cool. Maybe then explore a little bit further. But if it doesn't resonate with you at all, if you read the information on the meaning of your dream or the meaning of something and you're like, okay, um, I, I see that, but nothing in my body stirs when I read that. Like it didn't trigger anything in my body. I always recommend trusting yourself. Trust your body. You know? Sometimes I like to go and if, I, if I'm running, for example, outside and I cross paths with an animal, I like to think, oh man, that animal was there for a reason. Let me go and look up the meaning of that animal, right? And I'll look up the meaning of a hawk or the meaning of seeing a deer. And it's a fun thing and, and, I, and I, I enjoy it and sometimes I connect with it. But I'm not going to allow that to totally change uh, you know, the, uh, the direction of my life. And I'm probably not going to take any big dramatic action off of what I read on that thing. So if I have a dream and I go and read something about it and it tells me, well, this dream, you're having this dream because you're having X, Y, and Z, like repressed memory or trauma you haven't healed. I'll sit with that and I'll see, do I agree with that? Does that resonate? If it resonates, then okay, maybe I'll explore a little deeper. If it doesn't resonate, I am not going to follow it. I'm going to do my own thing because ultimately I trust myself. And so Katie, I share that with you. You know, if you're looking for answers on the dream, cool, use those resources, talk to people, but really trust yourself. Your body knows, your inner voice knows, your intuition knows, and trust that before you trust all the other things. So that's all I got to say on that. Katie, once again, thank you so much for reaching out and sending me the message on Instagram. Uh, I'm excited for the conversation that we're in right now and we can explore this a little bit further. And um, for everybody else listening, if you want to connect with me, reach out, ask a question, share your dream with me, whatever whatever it is, you can do so over on Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. You can also hit me up on my email, which is mattcbivens at gmail.com. And I would love to get into a dialogue with you. Okay, real quick, I'm excited. I'm, I'm talking about my ebook now. I teased it in, the, in, the, in Magic, but now I'm going to dig into it uh, because this I made for you and it, is, it connects so beautifully with the topic of today's podcast, which is all about balance. So the brand new ebook, once again, is called The Balance System, a totally practical and super simple guide for anyone to create a life of sustained balance. And that's what I wanted to do with this ebook. I wanted to help you create a life of sustained balance, not just something where you feel great in, a, in one moment and you're totally off in the next and you can never get that feeling of balance back. I wanted to introduce you to something that is simple, easy to use, and can create that sustained feeling. So this ebook is for you if balance has been totally elusive in your life, if you are feeling burnt out and overstressed, more frequently than you'd like to be. And if nothing in the past has really worked, if nothing has really worked to help you feel balanced and feel in control of your world, then this guide is going to help you. And the ebook will actually teach you how to change your mindset around balancing your life, even if it's been impossible for you in the past. The ebook is also going to give you a really simple framework for actually experiencing balance, actually feeling balance. And you can use this framework at any point of the day, even if you're in the middle of a crisis or in the middle of feeling overwhelmed. 
The ebook is also going to help you to implement the framework daily. And I'm going to give you a very, very simple tool for you to use to actually implement the stuff in the, uh, that, that I share with you in the book. And then finally, the, I'm giving you the most important ingredient, the most important ingredient to experiencing a life of balance that you are missing. Because if you're feeling imbalanced right now, it's probably because you are missing this ingredient. And I'm sharing that with you in the ebook. Now, the ebook is not free. It's not free, but I am doing something very, very cool. I am letting you pay what you want for the ebook. Yes, you can pay whatever you want. Starting at just five bucks, the minimum is five bucks. Anything on top of that, you choose. So you can pay as much as you want for this ebook or as little as five bucks for the ebook. And the reason I did that is because I want this thing to be accessible to everybody. So that's what I did. I made it accessible for everybody. There's no excuse. If you've been feeling imbalanced, overstressed, burnt out, and you want to shift that, then you don't have any reason to not pick up the ebook. And the pay what you want system is pretty cool. So whatever you want to pay for the ebook is awesome. And I won't be doing that forever on this product, but that's what it is right now. So go ahead and grab it while you can pay whatever you want. And you know, ultimately, I'm just very excited for you to feel like you got a handle on balance. And um, yeah, so go grab it. The, 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 the place to get it is on my website, matthewbivens.com slash balance. Go there and you can find it. You can also just go to matthewbivens.com in the top navigation, you'll see store. And then from there, you can click on the balance ebook. So go check it out. And I'm super, super excited for you to feel like you are a bit more on top of this balance thing because I know it's important to you. So with that... Let's get into the topic of today's episode because, again, this is the kickoff on my series about balance. So that's what we're going to dig into today. And to start off, I do want to mention the Forbes article that I read. Um, It's called The Importance of Work-Life Balance and How to Achieve It. And the author was Ashley Stahl. I'll put a link to this in uh, in the show notes. And, you know, if you listen to the podcast for for a period of time, then you already know how I feel about the word work-life balance. It's not my favorite. I don't like that, that paradigm and that construct at all. Um, but the article intrigued me nevertheless. And I thought that the author, Ashley, had some really simple and solid advice, which got me thinking about my own struggles with balance. And so I just reflected a little bit about it. Like, when I felt out of balance, what's been going on? And what I came up with and kind of what I connected with was that when I am out of balance one or more of the following things is going on. First of all, I wasn't taking care of myself. When I'm out of balance, I'm not taking care of myself. I w- I, you know, I'm, I'm slipping on my exercising. I'm not going to the gym as frequently. I'm not doing my home exercises. Um, I'm not meditating. I'm not eating as healthy as I want to be. When I'm slipping and, and falling out of balance, I'm not spending as much quality time with the people that I love. And I'm not spending enough time in my hobbies, you know, those things that I do simply for the pure enjoyment of it with no goal connected to business or money or anything like that. So that was one of the first things that I thought about. You know, when I'm, when I'm out of balance, I'm just not taking care of myself. The second thing is that when I'm out of balance, I end up filling up my calendar which a, with a bunch of things that I'm not interested in doing. So that looks like meetups with people, um, going to events, 
just essentially it's it's about saying yes to things that I feel lukewarm about. And then what happens is I complain in my head pretty much the entire time. And this has been going on for a little while because it's led to me having this love-hate relationship with my calendar, which is something that I'm still really, really working on improving. Um, what that actually looks like for me sometimes is I'll wake up and I'll do a quick like scan of what I got going on in the day. It's really fast. It takes maybe a second. And I'll feel a little bit of anxiety or my heart will start to beat a little bit faster because there's something on the schedule that I'm not looking forward to. And I'm not talking about things like, you know, editing a podcast because, you know, editing is something that I do all the time. It's not my favorite task in the world, but, you know, I do it. But I'm just talking about the things that I've said yes to, things that I've agreed to do that I don't really want to do. It didn't really resonate with me. So I realized that when I'm out of balance, I'm doing that. And the third thing that happens when I'm out of balance is that I'm not holding strict boundaries in certain areas. One of those areas is my boundary between working and being with my family. Because I work from home, and I I spend about 95% of my working time here at home. I'm actually recording this episode from my home office. Sometimes I'll go to a coffee shop, but most of my, my work I do at home. And so that means that while Maya's at school, you know, everything is cool. I don't have to worry about the boundary. But when she comes home at 5 p.m., that's when I want to be in daddy mode and I want to be in family mode. However, when I'm out of balance, when I'm off, then what happens is I try to cheat and cross that boundary a little bit. I'll maybe, you know, Maya will be doing something, playing or coloring, and I'll be behind her on my phone, checking an email or posting something on Instagram, trying for her not to see, because I don't want her to see me on my phone. You know, Sarah and I are intentional about not having her see us just on these devices. But that's what I do when I'm cheating and, and crossing that boundary. Or what I'll do is I'll, I'll run over to the office real quick and jump on my computer and, and do something and try to steal a few minutes. And I always end up feeling crappy about doing that. You know, I always feel crappy when I don't uphold that family time boundary. Yet I still do it. So when I was reading the Forbes article, again, the author, she breaks down these three things that can help people to experience more balance. And that's what I was reflecting on. And so the three things, if you didn't pick up, were taking care of yourself, stop saying yes to things that you don't want to do, so learning how to say no more often, and holding some boundaries. So it's pretty interesting when you stop and reflect on that because anytime that you are not doing those things, not taking care of yourself, not saying no, not upholding your boundaries you end up feeling out of balance. You end up feeling overwhelmed. You end up taking on more and more and more. And you aren't taking care of yourself. So the stress goes up. The stressors that are happening in your life go up. And your ability to handle those stressors goes down. And so you end up feeling what we all call imbalance or burnout or overwhelm or anxiety. And What's really interesting is there's always a reason for these things that's deeper than what's being presented in front of us. It's easy to say, yeah, I'm overwhelmed because I got to take my kid over here and at the same time I'm supposed to be 
preparing dinner for for this event, and then I have this going on at work, and it's easy to say, well, those are the reasons why I'm overwhelmed. But if you do that, you never go deeper than that. You're never really going to get to the heart of the matter. Because the heart of the thing is that you've said, perhaps you've said yes to a lot of things. Perhaps you hadn't been holding your boundary, you know? So for example, like, let's say that you feel stressed right now because you have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of obligations, okay? You've got to, like I said, you have to take your kids somewhere. You've got a big project at work. You've got something going on with, you know, uh, a community that you said yes to. You, like I said, you would cook something. Maybe the feeling of being imbalanced and overwhelmed is not from those three things, but maybe it's from the fact that you said yes to doing those three things in the first place, Right? So that's what I'm talking about. And that's what I liked about this article is that it has you think about the reasons underneath your feeling of imbalance, the reasons underneath you feeling burnt out. And so let's explore each one of those. And as I go through them, I really just want you to think for yourself, are you doing this? Are you doing this in your life? And if the answer is yes, which I'm sure it probably is, then how is that contributing to you feeling imbalanced? So the first one is taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself, self-care. You know, it's unique to all of us. My self-care and the way that I take care of myself is going to be very different from the way you take care of yourself. And the word self-care itself can bring up a lot of things in people, particularly men, I think, these days. Self-care is sort of this word that, that we believe is just for women. No, self-care, that's, that's you know, and this, this is the stereotype BS that comes up. It's like, that's the, the you know, the, the spas and the, the mask treatments, and that's the pampering. That's self-care. I don't do self-care. I'm a man. I don't do self-care. Okay, whatever. Let's scratch that term then and just look at it as actually taking care of yourself. <laughs> and so if that idea is, is tough for you and you, you don't really understand what it actually means, then I recommend you start by looking at the five wheels of your body vehicle. I've talked about the body vehicle in, in a couple of episodes. And all you do, it's real simple. All you do is imagine that you're a car you know, think about the car in your driveway or the one that you see on the road. And the car has four tires and one steering wheel. So we call those the five wheels. There's the mental wheel, emotional, physical, spiritual, and social. And the whole idea behind your body vehicle is how filled up are your wheels? How in alignment are your wheels? Because if one of the tires on your car is deflated, and you're, 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 you're crunching on the rim as you're driving, well, guess what? Your experience of the road, of the trip, is compromised. It's bumpy. It's loud. It's uncomfortable. You lose control of the car. You can't go fast. That's the same thing that happens in your life when one of these five areas is being neglected, or more of those five areas. So if you're feeling out of balance, it's probably because some of those areas are being neglected. You've got to start tending to your body vehicle. And so the first step is to gain awareness around which of those areas you aren't tending to. Are you taking care of yourself physically? Are you taking care of yourself mentally? That just means, are you reading? Are you stimulating your mind? Are you thinking about things critically? Entertainment and mental stimulation are different. 
Entertainment is sitting on the couch and watching Avengers. <laughs> That's me. I like to entertain myself by watching Avengers on my couch. Mental stimulation is picking up an empowering book or a book that makes you think about something and reading different things. So are you taking care of yourself mentally? Are you taking care of yourself socially? Interacting with people? You know, having conversations with people, going out, shaking hands, laughing. Are you taking care of yourself spiritually? That's just your connection with source, whatever source is for you. It could be nature. It could be God. It could be anything. It could be math. <laughs> Maybe you don't believe any of this stuff, but you believe in, in science and principles. And okay, great. Connecting with that source. Those are the five wheels. And when you neglect those five wheels, one of the results is you feel imbalanced. You feel burnt out. Guess what? If you aren't taking care of yourself physically, you aren't going to have energy to power yourself through the day. So you're going to feel burnt out and then you're going to be frustrated that you're always tired. That's where we take a step and look deeper as to why we're feeling imbalanced, why we're feeling out of sorts. That's the first one. So taking care of yourself. So you have an opportunity now to look at how are you caring for yourself? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I always like to think of them as tanks, right? A gas tank in your car. I like to think of it as, where is my physical tank right now? Is it low? Is it full? Where is my mental tank? Is it low? Is it full? Spiritual social, physical, emotional. And if those tanks are low, then I know, okay, I need to be doing something. If my emotional tank is low, then let me go and do something where I can just connect with myself and feel. Let me go outside. Let me go garden for a little bit. Let me go for a walk. Let me go journal. That's cultivating the self-awareness. And then the second part of this is being proactive in making the time to fill your tank up, making the time to address your five wheels. And so that's where, like I said, every, this is unique to all of us because the way that I take care of myself is very unique and is different from the way you take care of yourself. So you got to understand what you need in order to take care of yourself in however way you want, whether you use my five wheels framework, which is not mine, by the way, it's from the Your Day Balance game. I reference that a lot on the podcast. That's a source where I got a lot of the information that I use in my life to empower myself. So I want to give that shout out there. So whether you're using that information, that framework, or something else, the whole idea is just how are you taking care of yourself? That's the first area that you can focus on in order to get yourself back into balance, taking care of yourself. The second area is saying yes to things that you don't want to do. 
This is really about you learning how to say no. It's easy to say yes. It's hard to say no at times. And I'm sure it can take you all of five seconds to think of an example right now of when you said yes to something that you really wanted to say no to. I'm sure you've got a couple of examples floating through your head right now. Because we all do it, you know? I think many of us do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's some folks who just like, they're just nope, 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 nope. That's not me though. I'll tell you, I am a yes guy. And that's been a thing that I've, I've been working on because I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the impact it has on my feelings of being in balance when I say yes to everything. When I say yes to being able to be there and yes to being able to come to this thing and yes to this invite and yes to this meetup and yes, I can work on that project with you and yes, I, you know what I mean? It's all the yeses, all the yeses. And a lot of that stems from not wanting to disappoint anybody else. You don't want people to be mad at you. You don't want anybody to be annoyed with you. You want to be accessible. You want to be known as the helpful person. But in all those scenarios, you don't ultimately benefit you, obviously. And when you're showing up to something you don't really want to do, guess what? You're bringing that funky energy into it. If somebody asks you to move and you really, really don't want to move, and so you go to their house and you're just you know, crummy the whole time, you're not really helping them. You're not really serving them. So say no. But it's a learned thing. You know, it's something you got to learn how to do. And you learn by starting small, by saying no to small requests that people ask you. And again, this isn't just like saying no because somebody asks you something. That's not the point. The point is, if it's not a hell yes, then consider saying no to it. A hell yes is like you get an invite to something and you're like, oh, yes, hell yes, I will be there. I can't wait. Can we go right now? That's a hell yes. If somebody asks you to do something or invites you somewhere and your first instinct is, uh, it's probably supposed to be a no. So those are the ones that you really, really want to wanna, you know, look at if you're saying yes to. If you're saying yes to something where internally you're like, uh, it's probably not going to serve you. And if you say yes to enough of those things, then you're going to start feeling imbalanced. Reason being, you aren't spending your time in areas that are very important to you. Your priorities aren't being addressed. Because if you say yes to everything that other people want of you, and you aren't saying yes to the things that are very important to you, well, of course you feel imbalanced. Of course you feel overwhelmed. Because the overwhelm isn't, doesn't come from having a lot on your plate. If you had a lot of things on your plate and you love doing every single one of them, do you think you'd feel overwhelmed? No, you wouldn't. You'd enjoy it. You might feel exhausted, but there's a difference between overwhelm and exhaustion. There's a difference between burnout and exhaustion. When I go run six miles, I might come home feeling exhausted. There's no regret there. There's no burnout there. It's me joyfully expending this energy on something that I really enjoy doing. So yeah, the exhaustion might be there. So you can have a plate full of things that you, all, you really love. And you can feel like your life is just full and fast. And you got so many things going on. But you can do it with a smile on your face. Because you said yes to them. It's very different if you have a plate full of things that you don't really want to do. And for me, that's when I wake up in the morning and I get that little bit of anxiety, that little bit of heart race, because I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do this stuff. 
And that's when the doubt starts to creep in. And that's when the judgment starts to creep in. And that's when the victim starts to creep in. And that's when all the, the things that don't serve you start to creep in. So the second action that you can take to feel more balanced in your day is to say no to things that don't truly light you up. And you got to start. You got to start by saying no to the little things and then working your way up to those big things. And finally, the third action you can take to help feel more balance in your life. This one actually relates to the second one. This is about setting and holding some boundaries. Yes. It's particularly important if you work. You know, if you if you, you know, have a part of your life which is you going out and working and you know doing something like that, then you're going to have this split between the work that you're doing and then all the other areas of your life. And so if you're feeling stressed between that, between your work and your life, then it's time to probably set some boundaries. And so what does it actually look like? What does it look like to to, to set boundaries? It's different for everybody because everybody's work situation is different. Everybody's life is different. But some examples might be only working during certain periods of time. And then if it's not a work time, you unplug. You put your phone down. You stop checking your email. Sometimes setting boundaries is how accessible you are. Because if you've trained your work, your job, your boss, your coworkers, if you've trained them that you are always accessible, well then guess what? That boundary just disintegrates. Because you could be in the middle of something with your family, in the middle of a date with your spouse, and then, boop, work hits you up. Because they know that you're always accessible. And the boundary melts away, and now you've just abruptly shifted into work mode. And so if that's the case, then perhaps you need to have a conversation with your boss, have a conversation with your team to discuss this, to see how you can establish some of those boundaries again. And part of the process might be retraining those people that you work with. Because again, you've trained them to expect a certain thing from you. And that's just how they're operating. They're operating based on how they've been trained by you. So if you've trained them to expect for you to be accessible at all times, or you know, late at night, or super early in the morning, or on weekends, then you got to retrain them to the new way that you want to do things. And that can be tough. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that's going to be real easy. You know, it can be very tough, but it's not impossible. And if you work from home, like me, then this is super, super important because that boundary between the work and your, you know, taking care of yourself and being with your family and all that, it just gets so blurred when you have a home office. And so you've got to just be really, really mindful of boundaries, boundaries that you don't have that you probably need or boundaries that you've established but you aren't holding. Because it's one thing to say, okay, I'm done with my work by 5.30. It's family time, right? That's establishing a boundary. Holding the boundary means at 5.31, 
you aren't still on your phone. At 540, you aren't being like, well, you know, this is taking a little bit longer than I thought. At 655, you're not like, well, you know, I'm sorry. I just, I got this deadline. That's not you holding the boundary. And so, of course, you feel out of balance. If you don't have boundaries, of course. Because a lot of time, boundaries have to do with other people's requests of you, especially when it comes to work. Ah, I got to finish this for my client. Ah, I got to finish this for my boss. Ah, I got to finish this for my teammate. They're waiting on me. They're waiting on me. They need this information right now. I got to do it. I got to do it. A lot of times it's not for you. And so if you're doing, doing, doing for other people, other people's expectations, other people's desires, then yeah, you feel imbalanced. Where are you in the mix? You honor yourself when you hold a boundary. When you set and hold a boundary in your life, you honor yourself. And anytime you honor yourself, you are in the center of yourself and now you're balanced. When you don't honor yourself, you feel imbalanced. And that's the underlying current of all three of these points. Self-care, saying no, establishing boundaries. All three of those things are honoring yourself. So it's very, very easy. Like this whole thing about balance in life, it does boil down to something very, very simple. When you honor yourself, when you are centered with yourself, you are in balance. When you don't do that, you're out of balance. So I, as you can tell, I got a lot from reading this Forbes article and it really just made me think. And so there's a couple of things that for me, um, I am now doing and I, and, and I recently started to do more of to make sure that I stay in balance. The first for me was with taking care of myself and I use a balance chart. And so I added more habits to my balance chart and I increased the, the minimum that I'm playing at, my minimum percentage of completion. And I do that so that I take care of myself. I make sure that my wheels are attended to spiritual, emotional, physical, and the other ones, social, <laughs> spiritual. I, I get lost sometimes. But yes, I make sure those five wheels are tended to. That was one of the things that I did for myself. The second thing was making sure that I have a very, very big yes, that the thing that I'm working on is so important to me and the vision and the feeling of it is so powerful that I will say yes to that. I'll say hell yes to that and it makes the no's easier. And so for that, what I've been doing is visualization. I've been doing visualization exercises in the morning and at night and throughout my day to visualize and really feel. That's what I'm, I'm aiming for. The feeling of being the person that I want to be. The feeling of manifesting what I want to create in my life. The feeling of the business that I'm going to have in five years. The feeling of the impact around the world that I want to have. The feeling of knowing that I'm in my power and I can create whatever it is that I want to create. That's what I'm, I'm actually practicing. Because when that feeling is there, when I'm connected with that, when that why is huge, then it's a hell yes. And it becomes much easier to say no to things that don't light me up. And the last thing that I'm really doing is working on those boundaries. Again, for me, working at home is tough. Well, excuse me. It's not tough working at home. I love working at home. But maintaining that boundary is sometimes tough. And so the big thing for me is, you know what? I want to be a powerful model for Maya. I don't want her to see me staring at a screen instead of interacting with her. No. 
And so I remind myself that that's what I'm playing for. I'm playing to raise a child who feels connected with other people, who feels connected with herself, who isn't always seeking that outside entertainment and that distraction from life. And that helps me to maintain my boundary that, you know, when, when it's family time, boom, I'm here, I'm plugged in, I'm present. And when it's work time, I'm powerful and I'm creative and I'm knocking stuff out. So you can take these things. They, like Sometimes it's easy to read a blog article or listen to a podcast and just nod your head like, wow, these are great ideas. But you can take this stuff and really truly apply it. Sometimes it just takes thinking about how can I actually apply this? That's one of the things, I'll let you in on a little secret. That's one of the, the processes that I do when I'm coming up with new podcast topics. Because the application is everything. The application is everything. The doing is everything when it comes to these things, when it comes to you know really making that shift in your life and, and feeling more balanced. You have to actually do something about it. You can't just complain your way to feeling better. You can't just you know desire it and wish it and wish it and wish it. Your problem is not going to go away by itself. The imbalance is not going to go away by itself. The overwhelm is not going to go away by itself. You've got to check those thoughts where you say, oh, you know, when this project is done, then I'll work on me. When this is over, I'll take care of myself. When blank, 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 then I'll start holding my boundaries. Those are the excuses that are keeping you inactive. So the key thing that you, I really want you to take away is that proactivity is what's going to get you the wins all day long in this stuff. You got to be proactive. You got to maybe take baby steps. Or sometimes you just take massive action. You jump right in the deep end. Whatever you do, move. Okay? So if any of this resonated with you today, the three points, taking care of yourself, saying no to things that don't light you up, and holding boundaries. If any of those connected with you, and maybe they triggered you, maybe hearing me describe them, you were like, oh my gosh, I do that. Okay, then that's something for you to work on. That's something for you to take action on. Don't just let it be a feeling and a great podcast episode and then you go about your life. Do something about it. That's why I created my guide. That's why I created my ebook. You know, the balance system. Again, it's just a super, super practical and simple guide for you to create some real sustained balance. It's for you to get into action, but do it in a way that isn't intimidating. So I totally recommend you go and pick up a copy. Because you'll, you'll be able to implement this stuff, particularly around the area of taking care of yourself. The guide is phenomenal at you taking care of yourself in those five wheels, spiritual, social, mental, emotional, physical. So I'm excited about the, what you're going to be creating from this episode, how you can feel more balanced and feel less overwhelmed and less burnout. I'm really excited for the change that you're going to be implementing, for the actions you're going to be taking. Uh, I'm excited if you want to pick up a copy of the ebook. Again, go to matthewbivens.com slash balance. And this is the kickoff of a number of episodes I'll be doing on balance. So I've got a couple more coming. If you've got a, a subtopic of balance or health you want me to talk about, please message me. I would love to include it in this series. You can message me on my email, mattcbivens at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. 
So I am excited for you. Go out, go create some balance in your life. Go be awesome. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.